With episodes like Blue Shark Adventure, Underwater Caverns, Giants of the Depths, and Swimming with Jaws, our next guest has a lot to talk about when it comes to creating awesome underwater video. Let's dive right in and talk about it on this edition of the DV Show. We're on a mission on a to mission. rid the world of bad video. Bye-bye. This is the DV Show. Target range. Bad video sucks. Thank you so much for joining us for this live recording of the DV Show podcast. I am your host, Brian, a podcast on a mission to rid the world of bad video. And we do this by equipping every content producer, videographer, editor, business owner, and media professional with the tools, knowledge, and confidence to create better videos. You can find us, listen, and subscribe to this podcast. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, Amazon Music, and 52 other podcast platforms that reach listeners throughout the world. Now, today, we're talking about the world of underwater video production on this edition, and it's not easy. Our guest today is Zach Wellen, who is an underwater camera operator at Blue World TV, an underwater science adventure series hosted by dynamic naturalist and underwater photographer, Jonathan Bird. You can watch it on PBS and the AWE Network. You can also find the series on YouTube. Some magnificent underwater video going on on this show. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. So they do have episodes like Blue Shark Adventure, Underwater Cavern, Giant of the Depths. Zach, welcome to this edition of the DV Show. How did you actually get started with this gig? It sounds so cool. This is a dream job. Uh, so yeah, Jonathan's a local guy. Um, I when I was in uh, undergrad, I was started doing a lot of underwater um, exploration, and then it evolved into video and storytelling. And um, one thing led to another. And yeah, a few years ago, I met up with Jonathan Bird and showed him some video I've been filming of uh, the local gray seals, and he was impressed. So we went out and we did a, a Blue World segment on gray seals, and been working together ever since. So cool, Zach! What an awesome gig. Did you first go to school for this? Were you a camera operator at heart first, or how did that happen? Uh, so, yes and no. I've always been a photographer um, ever since I was little, and I went to school uh, for ecology, of all things. And when, as I was doing that, I realized I wasn't going to be a hard scientist. I wanted to take all this information I was learning and find the best way to give it to a broader audience and a local Nat Geo photographer came in and gave a class on video and I was hooked from there. And you were hooked from there. Love it. All right. So let's talk about your equipment. What was your, uh, what was your first camera? Um, my first underwater camera was an Olympus pen two. Ooh, that's an oldie, but um, a goodie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 720p HD video. It was great. Did you buy this yourself or how did you acquire this? I did. I actually, um, it was for my, Senior project in undergrad, um, I did a, a Kickstarter to get enough money to get a housing and the camera um, to go down. And the main project there was photographing a shipwreck, the Wallanet, which was a little steam ferry that uh, went across one of the lakes in Bar Harbor. And it's now inside Acadia National Park. And we 
got all the permissions. We found the wreck. I dove the wreck and was the first person to take pictures of it underwater. But that was back when I was still had this idea that I could make a living as a still photographer. Still photography. How did that work out? Did you make any money doing that? Unfortunately, uh, no. The still, the world of still photography has uh, unfortunately shrunk. Uh, I've gotten to work with still photographers. You know, I was a photo assistant for Brian Scarry, uh, one of his New England expeditions looking for great white sharks. Um, I've worked with him. He's you know a great person, good friend. But the being a professional still photographer these days is uh, unfortunately very very challenging. So I've made that pivot into video. Um, so taking that knowledge base and then bringing in all the learning all the extra video skills. All right, Zach, let's get into this. Okay. Combining diving with video production. That's complicated stuff. Yes. And I know personally, I'm a diver. I'm not as advanced as you are. I mean, you have many certifications that I do not have. But I do know that diving alone is complicated, even with all that gear on. You know, you have the tanks, your BC, your mask, your fins heavy equipment, yep. and now you're adding video gear to all of that. Yes. I mean, you you really have to be physically in shape to do this. Yeah, you have to be physically in shape. But beyond that, I mean, diving is in itself a unique skill. And it has to be second nature to do video. If you're thinking about your dive gear, your buoyancy, any other element of the dive, you can't focus on the video. Um, so the big the big thing I would say is you have to be a diver first. It's hard to go diving without a camera, but diving without a camera and being a good diver lets you be, you know, get the camera in your hand and be a good underwater cinematographer. So that's the first skill set you have to master. So you're saying be a diver first yeah. and then a videographer after that. Yeah. You know, I logged hundreds of dives before I ever picked up a camera. Um, and having that skill set and then also being a dive instructor, uh, I'm in the water a lot working with students without a camera myself, but working on just those dive skills and teaching them helps, you know, having to lay it out to a group of students, remind yourself of, uh, you know, all the checklists you go through, all the buoyancy drills to make sure that, yeah, when you're 110 feet down and you have to film a shipwreck and you have five minutes to do it, you're not worried about your dive gear or what, anything else, you can just look at that and make sure your white balance is right, shutter speed, get the shot, and get back to the surface safely. I can't imagine that. It's so different shooting video under the water. You're, you're basically saying be safe as a diver first. Shooting video is, is really the easy part. Yep. I remember a while back when I was diving, a dive buddy kicked my mask off my face when I was 50 feet down. And, and in training, you know, they, they teach you how to get the water out of, out of your mask. But yep. I had to go back up to the surface because I couldn't get my mask back on. I, I, I was totally distracted. Oh, yeah. We've, I've had masks get knocked off on shoots. You know, you've got wildlife. You're dealing with currents, everything else. Um, you know, I've had my assistant get a knee full of sea urchin spines trying to get a shot recently. And you have to be able to adapt to that. And we still got the shot. So, and then you have to worry about those friendly or deadly sea creatures, right? <laughs> well, most of them aren't deadly. Um, I feel very comfortable um, with most animals. I've been in the water with a lot of big sharks. They're curious. You know, you have to understand them and respect them. But a lot of the critters, you know, most of the sharks are skittish. They want to. They want to stay far away from you. Uh, I'm more worried about you know bumping into a sea urchin more than anything else. You know, I've done cage diving with great white sharks. 
sea urchins um, are that dangerous. You stay in the cage and you film from there. But yeah, Zach, you probably couldn't hear him, but we have a question from the audience about sea urchins. He's asking, are they really that dangerous? I mean, they're not <laughs> deadly in any way. It's just really unpleasant. Um, they're underwater bees, essentially. Um, you're going to have these spines sticking out. You have to break them off, and then you have these hard, itchy lumps under your skin that kind of have to let your body break them down. So it doesn't ruin it. Um, we definitely get, you know, you can keep doing your shoot, but it's not fun either. You know, some stingrays, if they hit the right spot, um, we like clownfish, damselfish, they'll, they'll bite you. If you get too close to their nest, they'll come off after you. But Underwater video production is not easy. I mean, we watch the footage on television or online and take what goes into those productions for granted. So, Zach, what other things should we be thinking about when shooting video under the water and how it's totally different than shooting video on land? So the big thing you have to keep remember is water is not air. So when we're shooting in air, we have this luxury of light. Um, air does not restrict light, so we can really work with light and color. Uh, when we're underwater, we're dealing with the big things are uh, absorption and refraction. So the first thing we always have to worry about is color. You know, eight feet of water absorbs all your red light. You know, water itself is not colored. It's clear. The only reason water looks blue is because the blue channel of light is the only channel that comes back to us because it absorbs everything. Uh, in New England, we have green water because of the algae level. So we're not actually seeing all the way down. We're seeing the green algae reflected on the surface and in the water column as well. So how do you deal with subjects when you try to light them underneath the water? What do you need to consider? You have to bring a lot of light. And you have to get close. So that also brings in um, refraction. If you fill a glass of water and you put a pencil in it, you know, the pencil looks bigger because the water is magnifying. The light is bending through the water differently. So you have to get very close to everything. We are almost exclusively using fisheye wide angle lenses or macro lenses. Um, that's the underwater toolkit because you have to get close, close enough to get your subject lit. And then you have to start adding in all the wide angle shots to make sure that you can see the whole subject. So I have never filmed other than macro subjects. I never film with a lens, I think, wider than 14 millimeters. All right. We have more to discuss with Zach Whalen from Blue World TV talking about underwater video gear, tips and techniques. And we ask him about a dangerous moment. You have to stop shooting at that point. You, know, you clip the camera off. You don't worry about it. You find your buddies, get to the surface. You know, as soon as you make sure everyone's okay, then you get the camera out again and try to salvage the shoot. All of this and more coming up next. Opening the Download Vault now. All right, this is the Download Vault, where we give you links to free software, cool tools, amazing discounts, and it's all exclusive to you, the DV Show listener. Every product, service, or software we mention is handpicked and guaranteed to make your product video production workflow easier and faster. Now, these links and deals are only for you, but you have to sign up to get your key 
And it's free on the dvshow.com to get the goods. We have for all of you a coupon code for $300 off your next purchase at BNH Photo, exclusive to you, the Clubhouse listeners who are in here right now. And of course, for everyone listening to the recording as a podcast. We have tons of deals and promotions. And of course, BNH is your source for the latest equipment and accessories in photography, video, pro audio, underwater video gear. And we also have a special link that we'll put in the show notes of this podcast with some of the best deals at BNH, BNH's website, making it easy for you to get these great prices without having to search for coupons, coupon codes, promotion codes, discounts, and sales. And again, we'll put this special link up in the show notes of this podcast. And uh, when we done editing it and recording it, it'll be right up there on our website at thedvshow.com. All right. We have one more thing for you, a piece of software for free for everyone. It's called UW Edit. And we were talking with Zach earlier about the importance of light underneath the water. And this software basically provides underwater color restoration where you can drastically improve underwater photos and videos with very little effort. It's fast and easy to use. It's a tool for divers and photography enthusiasts. It gives you stunning results with just a few clicks. See for yourself just by downloading it. And with video, you can do color correction with various adjustments, and you can choose your output folder for images and videos separately. You also have an option for output file naming, including prefix and suffix, which is in the pro version. And everyone gets a copy of this today in the download vault. Here's how to get it. Ready to make your video production workflow faster and easier? Get access to these time-saving products and services on the dvshow.com's website, where you will find special links, free downloads, and special discounts on all of the great tools we mention on this podcast. Go to our website to create your own free account to learn more. Go to the dvshow.com for more details. Stumped? Need advice? Or just looking for tips and techniques related to digital video? Visit thedvshow.com. So I walk into my favorite thrift store, and this friendly Jamaican guy recognizes me from the podcast and says, Hey, DV Podcast man, me have some videographic cameras for you. So I look down into his cart, and he has two Panasonic AG HMC 150s sitting there. Now, these things are like $900 online, and this thrift store has them in perfect condition in bags for $29.99. This camera was awesome back in the day and still is for that aspiring filmmaker or videographer who wants a professional camera to work with but doesn't have one. And that's why we're going to give this camera away for free. Pay it forward to that person who needs it because the DV Show podcast is cool like that. We like helping aspiring video makers. All you have to do to get this camera is respond to this video and give us a convincing reason why we should give this to you. That one person who truly convinces us that they're going to use this camera to advance their career in video gets it for free. Click down below and respond fast. This is not going to be available for long. By the way, we're going to put a link up uh, for this big camera giveaway in the show notes of the recording podcast, but you can find it online at thedvshow.com for all of you listening right now in Clubhouse. 
might want to check it out while while you are listening. We had an amazing response so far. 150 applicants really want this camera. So <laughs> a tough decision for us is ahead. Now, again, if you would like to apply and tell us why you need this badass camera, it's in excellent shape. There's a video right there. You can check it out. If you know someone who wants this camera or if you want it yourself, the link again will be in the show notes of the recorded version of the podcast. All right. We are with our guest, Zach Whalen, who is an underwater camera operator at Blue World TV. And we're talking about underwater video production. Zach, thanks again so much for joining us for this live recording and being on the TV show podcast. Now, I'm a diver myself. And I really don't go anywhere near the depths that you go into. I mean, you go into caves and dive wrecks. Is there special certification for this? Is it necessary for, for specialized training? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I've you know, been diving for 20 years now. I started as a teenager. And you, you have to build up to it. Uh, we started doing you know technical diving, wreck diving uh, a few years ago. A friend of mine went down. And we spent, you know, a couple of weeks in Florida getting cave certified. It's a whole other can of worms, uh, learning the different techniques, um, you know, the getting your buoyancy perfect, getting your extra tanks. And I've been doing at least one, if not more, trips down to Florida to dive the caves ever since. You know, Zach, I have to say, being on Clubhouse, recording the DV Show podcast is different because I now have a live audience. And one of the advantages of having a live audience, our listener questions. We bring them up on stage and they ask whatever they want related to the topic, which is underwater video uh, tonight. So I'm going to bring Jonathan on stage to ask our very first question. Go ahead, Jonathan. It's all yours. Hey, thank you so much for your um, experience and sharing it all. So my first question was, I've actually done, I've got my open water certificates um, and we'll be doing my advance in the next one or three weeks. One of the two modules I can choose from, um, well, in the whole in the whole sort of um, program, I can choose two two modules by myself. Which module do you think I should take, which would advance my, which would help for building? I mean, I would definitely focus on boat diving for sure. Um, Diving off a boat is always easier. Doing the boat diver class is great. Deep diver, again, getting yourself comfortable with depth. Um, the other factor that is often people forget is uh, it used to be called the Martini Law. It's not the most common thing is nitrogen narcosis. The deeper you go, the more the nitrogen saturates your blood, and it gives an equivalent effect to drinking. Um, you get a little loopy. Um, so the more you spend time in depth, again, you can kind of um, start compensating for that um, that effect so because you're now you're a little loopy at depth trying to film in white balance usually is the first thing to go out the window but uh, uh, again the search and recovery or search and recovery can be fun um, it's not as um, big to the the filming aspect um, it's a fun class uh, but the rescue diver is one I always recommend um, it's going to advance your dive skills a lot because it's very skill-oriented and it's going to make you a safer diver. Great question. Great answer. Thank you very much. Now, Zach, before we get into another question, let's get into more of cave diving. I mean, this sounds really exciting. Cave diving and video production. I know for me, diving in and out of caves, 
I would lose my way. I mean, if I have a camera recording video, trying to be creative, I get distracted. I'm, I'm a little bit too focused. It doesn't sound easy going in and out of caves like video production and diving combined. <laughs> it's not easy. You really have to be comfortable in the cave and the dive gear um, and then getting all the lights in to really light a cave up. I mean, you're talking about bringing in uh, drop lights to you know set the stage, light the room of the cave, have divers swim through it, then pick up all the lights, move on to the next phase, set the room. It requires being an expert cave diver, an expert cinematographer, and very comfortable with the lighting. Are you cave diving by yourself, or is this something that you do like with a group of people? How does this happen? No, but so uh, you need you need a few people for cave diving. So when Jonathan got his cave cert, he needed a, a larger cave team. So we were already working together locally in New England, and he found out I was cave certified. So we started doing cave trips together. So. We've gone down, I think, three times now on Florida. All right, Zach, let's get into some of your gear. What are you using right now as a camera? It's, it, is it still a GoPro? No, I'm typically using a Panasonic GH5. Okay. Um, so it's our preferred camera. I use it when I work with Blue World. I've shot with it for Brave Wilderness, another great YouTube show. Um, we love the GH5 because it lets us shoot at 4K at 60p. Uh, without being super bulky, um, we have a an AK Red um, Red weapon that we use for IMAX films and housing for it, but that's it's a production to get it in the water. Um, so typically for YouTube um, or TV, we use the 4K Go um, GH5, and typically right now I'm using a Panasonic 7 to 11 millimeter lens uh, fisheye with an 8 mil 8 inch acrylic port on the Nauticam housing. Um, I, I like the acrylic port because um, we were dealing with manta rays and sea lions recently. And the acrylic port, when they come up uh, to it and they bite it or bump into it, they scratch it. Um, but the acrylic, you can buff out on your own very easily. Um, we also oftentimes use um, the kit um, 14 to 55 millimeter lens with a wet adapt wide angle port um, from Nauticam, which turns the lens into about a 7 to 11 millimeter lens. There's a big chunk of glass that sits on the outside of the port. So it's a wet adapt lens. You're actually using the water as an element of the lens. That way you can take it on and off if you need to. If you want to do a macro shot, you take the wide off. You can use the base lens as a macro, put the wide angle back on. But it's a $1,000 piece of glass. So if it gets scratched, you got to buy a new one. <laughs> Just get scratched, buy a new one. Just yeah. like that. So what are you using for lights? So um, I get all my lights from Big Blue Lights, BigBlueDiveLights.com. Um, they're out of Florida. They're really small, reliable um, lights. We're using right now. I have uh, two 10,000 lumen lights on my rig, and we use 20 and 30,000 lumen uh, canister lights as drop lights um, for staging on shipwrecks or in caves. So the video you shot on YouTube, you're you're pretty deep. The colors are just phenomenal. So. It's really a combo of the lights, the lens, camera, everything. All of this has to come together. Everything. The GH5 is also really great at white balance. It has a really great range for white balancing. So it's a huge thing when you're underwater. Most You see a lot of blues. Like most people's underwater footage is blue and gray because um, that's all that light's getting sucked up. So the GH5 has a great range for white balance, but you ha and it's quick to change. So... Um, I really like it that my dive buddies mostly have white fins and they're really quick white cards. Because uh, every time you change depth, you got to change your white balance or you're going to lose those colors. 
and then you got to get some light on it. And so there's still times where it's just, yeah, you know, there's shots that are so wide and so blue, there's not much you can do. So now that you have all of your amazing underwater footage and you're ready to edit, I'm curious, Zach, what software do you use? My first guess is DaVinci, because that seems to be very popular with the dive community. Premiere. No, I mean, I again, I'm coming from the still world, so I I know all my Adobe hotkeys from Photoshop, um, and I learned on Final Cut 7, so Premiere Pro is my go-to. I just keep everything on Adobe Suite, and I still for, I use Lightroom for all my social media posts. You know, I grab a lot of frame grabs, edit them, watermark them in Lightroom up to Instagram, all that. So I like keeping it simple. I've used DaVinci. There's nothing against it, but... Um, I've been using Premiere for a while now. I know your time is short, Zach, and, and we only have a, a few more minutes. So tell us about a dangerous moment shooting video underwater, a moment you were kind of scared for your life. <laughs> um, honestly, it has nothing to do with the video. The, the fear is coming more from the, the dive gear when we start doing longer dives. Um, you know, I think the scariest moment recently was honestly we're doing a deep rebreather dive and my computer, my rebreather computer gave out on me. And now I'm on a piece of equipment that I, you know, I can't monitor anymore. And we had to abort the shoot and rely on all the redundant backups to get us safely to the surface. So, um, or getting lost from the group. We had a, a recent cave dive where the visibility turned to nothing on us and we all got separated. And so the scary moment there is just, you know, you, you have to stop shooting at that point. You know, you clip the camera off. You don't worry about it. You find your buddies, get to the surface. You know, as soon as you make sure everyone's okay, then you get the camera out again and try to salvage the shoot. But Well, that does it for another edition of the DV Show podcast. What you just listened to was only a portion of an almost hour-long interactive conversation about underwater video with professional diver and cinematographer Zach Whalen. Tons of questions happened on there, but we had to edit it down from Clubhouse. But we do plan on doing more live discussions in the future on social audio apps. You can look for an upcoming schedule on thedvshow.com. And you may want to sign up for our newsletter right now as well to get those updates. The form is, again, on our website at thedvshow.com. If you haven't visited us yet, take a look. And always keep in touch with us. You can find us on Twitter, LinkedIn, and of course, Instagram as well. We'll talk to you next week. Video production just got easier. The DV Show. Serious about creating better video? You're in the right place. Subscribe to our free online coaching service and expand your learning beyond our popular podcast.